Hello, this is Psychic Gary Spivey, and welcome to my weekly podcast, Tapping In with Gary Spivey. These are some interesting calls from radio listeners I got this week. Over the years, I've had people tell me, I was healed by listening to you on the radio. You explained to this lady how to solve her problem, and I realized, wow, that was mine too. And we can solve our problems by listening to other people get their problems solved. Well, I think it works that way, so I hope you enjoy the podcast. Precisely is going on here. You, you are, are listening to the world's most gifted psychic. It's the world's most gifted psychic. Um, I'll just project as much love and light as I can, but then I'm sure that you guys are doing the same thing. Gary Spivey. Gary Spivey. Get your questions answered on the morning after. 918-460-1069, or you can Facebook us, Facebook.com slash KHitsTMA. Hello, Gary. Hey, good morning. Uh, we're going to get this thing started off with Owasso, and we'll go to Stigler, Muskogee, Tulsa. But Jessica, good morning. Hello. Say hi to Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic. Hi, Gary. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What's your um, question? I, ha- I had a question. I was wondering if you could tell me if my friend Marcus really killed himself because there was other people there and he had an altercation with his wife. And so there's questions about it, but... Right. So here's what I see. Uh, I hear that he did like, right. kill himself, and I hear he did. And when I look, I, I I think he was in the I'll show you mode. There's a particular demon that is I'll show you. And uh, this particular demon does horrible things, like the guy that shot up the movie theater, I'll show you. The guy that, you know, killed you know the children, I'll show you. And so when this particular demon jumps in people, they go totally bonkers and crazy. And so he had the I'll show you demon. And uh, he was going to show his wife what he would do. Well, there he, that's what he did. Uh, he is earthbound. And um, I just see him there, his head bobbling around, holding his head. And so um, how did he die? How did he do it? Uh, he shot himself in the head. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and he's just, that's, he's hung in that moment of death. You know, when you, you would suffer a gunshot wound that blows your head back and it bobbles around. Well, that's the moment he's hung in forever. What a horrible space to be. And so you can help him, though. I can invoke the angels to come and help get him to the other side, and you yeah. have to get his, get his attention. So call his name. Marcus. Okay. One more. He's responding there. Okay. The demon that made him do this flew out of him, and see, so you got a little warmer. Notice that? Yeah. And so, because you're empathing him now, and so, because I'm going through you to get to him. Uh, now, say his name one more time, honey. Marcus. There we go. Okay. Now, tell him to look up. Look up. Very good. Tell him to take the angel's hand. Take the angel's hand. Okay, so tell him to take one step into the light. Take a step into the light, Marcus. There he goes. Okay, tell him to take another step. Another step. And there he goes. You got him. There. So you got real hot all over. Feel that? Yeah. Does, okay. does he have anything right. to say to me? Or no, him? he's not. He can't. I mean, he. it would be like he shot himself, you know, 20 seconds ago. So, I mean... You know, oh. he, he don't have anything to say, except he's glad he's in the space he's in now. It takes about 15 minutes to get to heaven. It's like falling down a really bright light tunnel that's warm and feels safe with angels around you. So he's in a very good space because of you. You did him a big favor, okay? Okay, thank you. Thanks, Jessica. Thanks, Jessica. All right, Thanks. All right let's Sing go to S- Sarah and Jay. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Welcome to the morning after. Okay. Uh, Gary Spivey, the world's most gifted psychic. He's here. What's your question? 
Um, I was just wondering, I um, changed my major in school a couple months ago, and this is not the first time, about the fifth or sixth time I've changed it, um, and now I'm getting into some of the major classes for it, and I'm just feeling like it's not for me, and I'm just wondering if I should just keep going or if I'm going to end up switching again. <laughs> hmm. Right. What is your major now? Uh, my major is health administration, healthcare administration, and majoring or specializing in public administration. Right. And why would you not like it? Um, I'm just. Um, it's not that I don't like it. I'm just wondering if it's if I've always wondered what I'm going to do, what I'm going to have a career in, and I just feel like this isn't really me. But at the same time, I still want to keep going for it. So I'm not sure. I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's many different things going on, but when I pick up on what the real problem is, um, you're a very smart, lazy person, okay? Yeah. Does, does that make sense? It sure does. Yeah, so I don't think you should do anything. I, should, I think you should just lay down and take a nap. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. <laughs> well, well, that's what you've done, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... I think that you, you're making a career out of going to school, and it, and it all goes back to what's the real reason. It's not because of the, what you're doing for a living or what you're going to school for. It, it's like you're just being lazy. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the greatest, how lazy are you? <laughs> Probably a 6 or 7. A 9 and a half. <laughs> really? Yeah, right. Who made you that yeah. lazy? Your, mo- your mother make you that lazy? Uh. Probably my, well, probably a mix of both of them, my dad okay. and my mom. Do they support you? Um, they do. They just don't show it much, I guess. I mean, do they support you financially? Oh, no. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. So how do you take care of your bills and things if you don't work? Uh, I do work. I do. Um, okay. I go to work and go to school. It's both me and my husband work. Okay, your husband. Okay, there mm-hmm. he is. All right. No, it's just lazy. <clears throat> Does your husband ever tell you you're lazy? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. See, that's what it is. It's just lazy, and it's across the board lazy. And so you know it's more work to be lazy than it is to not be? See, being yeah. lazy means you put off everything. It all piles up. You never catch up. Nothing's ever together, and it's a big mess. You see what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's actually more work to be lazy than to not be lazy. And yeah. so. And so uh, here's how you break the habit of being lazy. Uh, if you, you ever are on the couch watching TV and you, you want something to drink, but you're too lazy to get up and get it? Mm-hmm. You know that feeling? Okay. Yep. If you catch yourself doing those kinds of things, get up, get yourself something to drink, get, Jay, get everybody else in the room something to drink, pop some popcorn, wash the dishes, mop the floor, and clean out a cabinet. Okay. Every time you catch yourself being lazy, go do ten times the amount of work. Once you catch yourself in your head being lazy, it takes you about two months to break the lazy habit if you do that. Okay. Okay? All right. Sounds good. Good luck. Thanks, All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Moving on. Let's go to Tulsa and Casey. Good morning. Good morning. All right. You're on with the world's most gifted psychic, Gary Spivey. What's your question? Yeah. I was wanting to know if the guy I'm with is, I mean, marrying or is it going to be someone else? Loaded question. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, here's here's what I see. Uh, it, there's kind of another guy that's got your eye, right? Uh-huh. Oh. I don't know. I can't. I can't determine that. I don't. I mean. 
You can't say that on the air. Um, I feel like I feel like I. Uh, Uh, I feel like I can't trust anyone, and that's kind of what's holding me back, I think. <laughs> so I don't know what decision, if I'm making the right decision or not. Does that make sense? <clears throat> a little I bit. I want to trust. I, I mean, know, I want to... Do I? Yeah, a, a little bit. I think it's you. I, I think that's what it is. I don't really think... Uh, I think that sometimes you, you go back to... You've got a, somebody else in your head besides one guy, and... You, that's really the truth of it. And what happens, that could even be an old relationship. Is there somebody hung in your head you can't get out of your head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we are. So that's the truth, and that's the reason you're beating your new relationship to death over that and not trusting him. It's not him. It's you. So realize that, and you're blaming him for your own things. Is he, the guy I'm with, uh, he... Is he married, Mr. Gill? He would be great for you. So would you be good for him? That's the question. And so so um, you have to really dig deep and be incredibly, really loyal. And um, and then um, I think that, that it could work out nice. But I think he's a good guy. I think he, you know, he's sincere. I, I don't see him with anybody. I see him with you. So, I mean, he, he could be really great. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, 918-460-1069. Uh, what do you, I, I'm not really sure what to think about the last phone call. I, I mean, yeah. it sounded like she had a lot of self-doubts. Yeah. About like, it, well, well, here's what happens. A lot of times we, we tend to blame other people for our own junk, and especially in relationships. And so sometimes when, when a person cheats, they then will blame, the. they'll get angry with who they're with. And they go, I can't trust you. I just can't trust you. Well, no, you can't trust you. You can't trust yourself. And so that's what happens a lot of times with people. And so, so it's very important to, to really, uh, you know, call it whatever it is. Just tell yourself the truth, and then you'll be able to sort out your problems in life. How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's, uh, actually, I'm <laughs> off my game today. I don't know why. This is weird today. Is it just weird? Is it weird because it's raining? Is is there is the rain uh, messing with my chi? Is that what's going on here? It, it, yeah, it feels. You know, here's what happens with us, and you have something going on that a lot of people have happening when you sleep. When you're sleeping, you astral project out of your body. That's sometimes when you dream or you astral project. You'll sure. travel. And and what happens is when you come back to your body, especially if you're if you're sort of awakened really suddenly or something, uh, you'll you'll land in your body backwards. So your your spirit is actually sitting backwards in your body. And so you mean to fix it? Yes. Okay. I got good. stuff to do today. I can't be yeah. messing. I can't be messing okay. like this. Okay. Now I'm going to take your spirit, slip it out of your body, and slip it back in. And there we go. And there. Let's this whole show the- has just been dirty, yeah. or at least I'm taking it that way. Uh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> feel how you feel lighter. So look at that. Did you slip it in yet? Yeah, yeah. You're just now. Okay. You got a little warm and tingly in your arms, and your your face feels slightly warm. Wait, if you got warm and tingly in his arms, I think you're doing it wrong, <laughs> or oh, or you're doing it very right. <laughs> Good. Oh, you know what's really weird? No, up the back of my neck. I just got like the the shivers. Right. That's because you instead of having your face on the back of your head in the spiritual dimension, you now have the back of your head on the back of your head, and so your body now you've seeded into your body. See, sometimes it's really important to meditate every morning because that way, you when you're meditating, you you actually get all straightened in your body. But you were you were like backwards in your own body. That was, like that was. Like your interview with Manti Teo's girlfriend, Spence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> My face was backwards. <laughs> Go to KLUC.com, Gary. You'll understand fully. All right, I guess we got that one. Watch the video. <laughs> That's funny, though. I do. I have the chills up the up the back of my neck. Right. Well, That's now, you're, crazy. now you're in there. Now it'll be easier. That's now you, you won't be like you know standing in your own way and running backwards all day. Well, good. Hey, um, Santina. Yes. Santina's listening on the Radio.com app and calling from the home of our buddy Dave Ryan in the morning in Minnesota. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. That's he's my buddy from forever ago. And uh, how cold is it in Minnesota right now? Uh, it has actually warmed up to about minus five. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Yes. So you're in Minnesota. You're thinking. You're thinking about going to Florida. We are. Gary, you want me to handle this? You want me to handle this one, Gary, and tell her go now. <laughs> yeah, you could. <laughs> I think that you you um, it, it, that that of course you know feels good to go to Florida when you're in Minnesota. But but uh, does it make sense uh, uh, for you? I hear it makes perfect sense. It seems like that you would actually be living and doing uh, what you want to do around people you want to do it around, and and uh, uh, it feels like that opportunities would open up for you as well. Uh, sometimes, sometimes uh, opportunities will not be where you're living, and right. you'll try to make everything work, and you'll try, and you'll right. try, and nothing works. And that's because, really, it's time to move. There, there's, there's times like that. And in your case, I look, and it feels like that, that your energy has already left the room, so to speak, or left the city. And so yes. it does feel like that if you move, it feels really good. Feel how your hands get warm when I say that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that just means that that confirms that's the truth. And uh, I, I see you doing well. Okay. Good. Soon, Does that make sense? Soon, yes. Yes, it makes complete sense. Yes. Beautiful. Well, good. Thank you so much. Tell Dave good we said hey. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> hi, Karen. Yes, hi. hi. Well, hi, buddy. What's got you so bummed out? I'm not sure. It, it's been for going on for quite a while, and it seems to be one of those depressions where it's kind of stops me from taking chances or taking risks or just being alive. Are you diagnosed with depression or is that just what you're, are you just kind of feeling that that that's what it is? I've I've seen therapists and they've diagnosed me from mild depression to clinical depression, just school therapists and community counseling centers, so... Right. Well, here, here's what I'm seeing. Uh, I, I think that this is a bit the calm before the storm. There's a, there's a type of depression, and this is happening with people. Uh, I've noticed this in the last, say, two weeks or three weeks, and I've seen it with people that, and it's a different type of vibe than I've seen before, where people that normally don't get depressed are getting weirdly, like almost crippling type of depressions. And this is because the energy on the planet has shifted to where you're either in a heaven on earth vibe, or you'll be in a hell on earth vibe, or you'll be at this vacuum in between. But, but the, the energy in between puts you into real bad depressions. You feel empty inside. You're feeling very empty inside, right? Yeah. Like just totally empty, totally clueless, directionless, like that feeling. Lost. Mm-hmm. Lost. Okay, I can fix that for you because you're at this in-between. You're not in a hell-on-earth energy. You're not in a heaven-on-earth energy, but there's a vacuum in the middle, and that's where you are. And so now I'm going to just uh, – all you got to do to come out of this, and everybody can do this, all you have to do is just look up a little bit and allow yourself – think of yourself floating upwards and imagine yourself in golden energy, in a golden spiral, again, going clockwise around your head if you look down at the top of your head from the sky. And so and there we go. Now just slipped you up into the heaven-on-earth vibe. Look how good you feel. You feel it? I do. Crazy. <laughs> now you don't. Now you feel better, smiley, a little happy inside for no reason, right? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs>
But that was a tremendous relief. That would be like somebody just took a, a you know, a knife out of you. <laughs> you know, like it was like you felt wounded. And so, uh, but uh, you'll be just fine now. As quick as I did that is, is how, how quick anyone can do it. All you got to do is just imagine yourself in a golden spiral floating upwards, and you'll come out of that vacuum space. Okay? All right. Thank you so much, Gary. You Go get them, Karen. Life's, yeah. life's changed for you. Go get them. You're smiling, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I am for some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. Some odd reason. Okay, I fixed it. That's what don't, it was. Yeah, don't loop back into it. Go yeah. with it. <laughs> Go, yeah, exactly. Go it. with it. Yeah. Might, might be a little emotional for her right now. Yeah, it Quite is. Possibly. It's very healing. But it's a new type of depression. I've never seen this particular thing causing this this, this kind of crippling depression. But I've, I've, I've started working with people. Probably it's been happening for the last maybe three weeks. And uh, this whole Mayan calendar ending and the new one beginning and all that, that really did happen. And so there's different things going on with everybody on the planet. And so always sort of always meditate and imagine yourself floating upwards into a golden spiral of light. And you'll be fine. Yeah, it was funny because Gary had said with the whole Mayan calendar ending, everybody's reading that wrong as it's the end of the world. No, it's just the end of one and the start of another. Yeah. But that but that's still significant. Right, very significant because it is the start of a brand new world where things can happen for you quick. You can manifest anything in the world you want, uh, and you have to have very positive thoughts and very positive intentions. Don't hate on any of the people you love, especially mm. because you may kill them with your thoughts. Uh, you don't want to. You don't want to mojo yourself or anyone else. You just want to have positive thoughts, and if you do that, you'll find everything will start to work for you. Well, what about the fa- people in your life and the family in your life that make it really hard for you to like them? Well, <laughs> you have to project lots of love to them. Okay. Just try, buddy. Just okay. try. Try to project love. Okay. Try. I'm trying. Do your best. Um, let's go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey. So this is very interesting. Your son is 10 years old and he's disabled, right? Yeah. He, he's he got a, a first, a second grade math level, first grade reading level. He's got an IQ of 84. He's got a lot of anger inside of him. Um um, he doesn't want to do nothing. He gets up out of his seat in school and doesn't listen to the teachers. Uh, I'm having a, a hard, a hard time with him to to teach him how to do work at home. He doesn't want to do his homework. He doesn't want to read. He hates reading. Um, I did social security with him, and they denied him. And they said I can fight it, but I'm still getting payments for him. Um, I think he's got. I don't know what's wrong with him. I, I'm trying to help him the best I can. I got ADHD, hyperactive disorder, and it's hard. So is the que- is the question about the Social Security or is the question about your son? Uh, my son, everything. Social Every, Security, yeah. everything. Yeah, well, you know, well here's, here's what I'm saying. Uh, you, you know, I, I can help him energetically. How old is he now? He's, he's 10. You told me a long time ago that I was going to get him, that I, I, I was married to this lady and I had problems with, with her. And you're like, why do you want to stay with a girl that, that hits you and belittles you? And then at the end, before you hung up, you're like, I see uh, your son with you. And I finally got custody of my son. Okay. I got a divorce. So we're two for two. <laughs> you know, we're two for two. We're two for two. So Gary, right. what do you, Gary, what do you see? Well, I see that he's really a misunderstood kid, but he's really a great kid. You've got to look for the things that he likes to do, that he's good at, and try to explore new things that he would be good at, okay? Right. And then right. you have to tell him he done, he's done a good job because everybody's okay. telling him he's bad. 
he's, he's, he's doing a bad job. And so he feels defeated and he feels horrible. Uh, he's very depressed. I'm, I'm cracking a depression energy off of him. I'm getting rid of about 200 demons that he has. Um, and uh, he Thank sleeps you. weirdly. He gets yeah. really, he sleeps really bad, right? He talks in a sleep. Yeah, well, I see him being, he never goes into deep sleep, so he actually has a sleep disorder. There's his problem, okay? And so he never goes into a deep sleep, so he's really sleep-deprived. You need to take him to a sleep clinic and look at this. This is his problem. That's his, okay. only, prob that's his only problem. I've told you his only problem now. And so, oh, wow. uh, and that comes because he, he has an, um, sort of an adrenal gland problem and uh, a little bit of an endocrine system problem. If you check his thyroid, and it's, it, he's un unusual for a child to have bad thyroid and things like that. Uh, but that's what's going on with him. It's a medical issue causing him uh, a sleep problem, making him a grumpster. And he's very, he was very possessed. I got rid of his demons. You'll notice a difference in how nice he is now. Uh, but however, he's not sleeping. By the way, that's a clinical term, grumpster. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll find that in the medical right. journals. Yeah. Grumpster. <laughs> yeah. Grumpster. grumpster. Got a little grumpster on your hands. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now he won't be right. much of a monster, but sleep clinic. He's, he's sleep deprived. Okay. Okay, and um, is my uh, is my soul backwards in my body? Can you fix that for me? Right, <laughs> right. I did it. You're good. You're set. Uh, okay, we thank you. Right now, though, Gary Spivey, the psychic to the stars. Hey, Gary, how you doing? Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you guys? Really, really good. Where are you today? Uh, North Carolina today. And is it nice? Is it cold there? Well, it, you know, it's been like in the last week or so, it's been really nice, like 70, 65. Not too bad. And uh, today it's a little cold. It's 47, but very sunny. So. Well, at least it's not snowing. Is it easier to be psychic when it's colder or hotter? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm psychic either way, so either I don't way, know, yeah. really. I, I, I'm, I, I do shows when it's cold. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I'm in Minneapolis sometimes. It's right. Like, you know, 10 below. See, I would think it would be easier to be psychic when it's colder. I don't know why. <laughs> it's easier to be happy when you, when it's warmer, I right. think. I think that's I'm a little happier when it's warm. That's why yeah. people in San Diego are all happy, because it's always warmer. Exactly. True yeah. enough. Well, there are a few issues that we're going to try to take care of right now. So let's start with uh, Tracy. Good morning. Say Good hi morning. to Gary Spivey and go ahead and ask your question, Tracy. Oh, hi, Gary. How you doing? Great. Um, something happened over the weekend at my house. And it's never, ever happened before. And I was just wondering if you can tell me what it is. Um, the, I have two side lamps on the side tables. And you have to actually switch the switch off by yourself with your hands. Like, it, I don't have a faulty unit or anything. I've had them for a, long, for a long time. And one of them just went off by itself. And you can actually hear the switch click. As, and I went and clicked it back on myself. And it didn't happen again. <laughs> So I lived there for like three years, and it's not, I've never had anything like that happen before. So I was just wondering if you know what that was. Okay. Can you explain to me her phone on my end? I can't hear. Yeah, she's got like, okay, here's what I got. It's kind of creepy, Gary. She has like two table lamps, and you have mm -hmm. to actually click them off to get them to go off. And the other day she was sitting there, and she actually heard the thing click, and the light went off. And she's it, one of them. It's just one of them. And are you wondering if that's somebody from the other side that did that, or? Yeah, like if... Um, because I know my, my dad passed away in Oshik, mm -hmm. so I've never had any signs. But I did say, Dad, if that was you, could you do it again? So I know it's you that it can happen again. 
See, yeah, and so did she say her grandmother? Her dad. I think it was her your dad, right? No, this is a lady. This is a grandmother energy. Is who I see. It's either grandmother, great grandmother, but it's a it's actually somebody way back uh, in her family. But I do see that they have a uh, a strong connection and have been around her. Uh, and this could have even been somebody that died before she was born. Uh, like, but they they're around her in an angel sense, and this is like an angel, and so. Uh, lately, I've heard more of these types of stories than I've ever heard before. And uh, it has to do, I think, with the mind calendar, you know, ending, new calendar, beginning. Uh, you know, it's not, it wasn't the end of the world, but the beginning of a new one, because everybody's seeing all these spiritual things, to, you know. And I've had this on, on, on shows all over America. I've been just here, being bombarded with emails and things where people are asking me, what is this? Why did this? And they're seeing things in the physical dimension, like a lamp clicking on, and you see the click or hear it, or things moving around, or actually seeing, uh, you know, uh, sort of hologram images of people walking through the room. And so basically what it amounts to is Earth is kind of turning into a heaven on Earth as it is in heaven. And so uh, it's very, uh, with all this going on, don't be afraid. Have very positive thoughts. And the more positive thinking, the more you, you think like that with positive thinking, the better everything is. And so... Yeah, I, 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 wasn't re- I wasn't really scared. I was just putting it back on like it was nothing. But I was just, it was just my curiosity was just killing me. But Grandma. I a friend of mine was a little bit psychic, and she told me that it could be somebody trying to pass a message on. What sounds, yeah, yeah, just, sounds like, a female, yeah. like a female, right, Gary? Yeah, it's your grandmother. It's a grandmother, and uh, she's just letting you know she's there. She loves you. She's your angel is what I hear. And I see her. Cool. She's good. She's around you. Well, that's good, Tracy. Right, Tracy, you good, oh, have, good, good luck. Thanks for calling in. Good Bye-bye. luck. Yeah. Braver than me, I would have jumped nine feet. All right, let's go to Becky. Good morning. Say hi to Gary Spivey and ask your question. Hi, Gary. My name is Becky. Um, I have written you a, um, a question about my mother's Alzheimer's. I'm having a very, very, very hard time dealing with the things right. that she says to me. Um, I, my head knows it's not else, uh, my mom, yeah. but uh, my heart, uh, you know, it says different. And I'm right. really having a hard time trying to take care of my mom and my dad. And I'm starting to feel myself pull away because of the pain. How do I get through this? How do I, how do I work through this? And is my mom really saying... What she really feels in no. her heart? No, not at all. Um, Alzheimer's is a disease that allows the body to, you know, still, of course, be here in this dimension and be alive. However, the soul slips out of the body. So your 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 mom's not even in there. You could have some sailor that's taking your mom's body for a spin. I wondered. <laughs> yeah, telling you what to do for you, you know, with yourself. And, uh, you know, because, you know, it's kind of like grandma will come up and say these words she's never heard before, uh, cuss words and, and, you know, poetic gestures like, say, you you know, you've never heard grandma do a train of cussing like that. And she's probably never even heard the word in her life. And so it's not grandma in there anymore or it's not your mom in there anymore. And so that's what happens with people with Alzheimer's. And so as I see her, she's outside of her body. I see her up in the clouds in sort of an in-between dimension. Uh, she says she loves you. She says it's not her. Uh, she says that she's making, I see her making something. Like, I don't know if she's twiddling with her hands, if she sews or knits or something. I don't know if she's, she's piddling with something. What does she do? She likes to work puzzle books. Mm. Oh, a little, oh, she's twiddling. Because I couldn't tell what she was doing, but she had something in her lap twiddling with it, right? Oh, yes. And, 
and and that would be her. Yeah. And she, but I, I see her doing that up in the spiritual dimension. She says she loves you. She's all around you, uh, in spirit. She said, "Pay no attention to that crazy old lady." That's what she's telling me to tell you. Oh God. Okay. And so, okay. Yes. It's a tough place to yeah. It's a tough place, Becky. But one of the hardest things to go through, Becky. I completely understand, and I wish you the best. Okay, thank you very much, Ellie. Good morning. Say hi to Gary Spivey and ask your question. My mom passed away in August, and I haven't uh, felt her, dreamt about her, and I don't know how she died. I know she just got sick, literally just from one minute to the next. And I thought that maybe if I saw her in a dream or something, she would tell me. And I haven't. I don't feel her around. When did she pass away again, Ellie? In August. So okay. Kind of and so, did she have? Was she on any medication or a diabetic or doing any kind of shots or anything? Uh, she was diabetic, but not on uh, shots. No. But she, but she was a diabetic, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it looks like to me that there was a real complication because of the diabetic problem. Is what I see. And. Okay. Um, um, and so I believe that's what caused it. And uh, I'm just seeing several things. Uh, it's almost a perfect storm, but it, it really just goes back to complications because of the diabetic issue. I think her, her blood sugar was doing crazy things like dropping to nothing. You know, yes. like it would go. Yes, it, would it go. was. It was, yeah. Yes. And and so that's what happened. And so it basically that's, it was like a diabetic type of a coma and um, that, that where everything shut down. And so that's what I see. When I look at your mom, oh, I got her on the other side. She's doing great. She's jumping up and down. She was pretty active early on, right? Yes, and so, she was. Yeah, so, yeah she was a, she's a crazy woman. She's screaming and yelling, hey, yes, she hey, is crazy. hey. Yes. Yep, that's her, right? Mm-hmm. So she's just yelling, hooping and hollering. And she's like, hey, he says, I'm good, I'm good, I'm here. I, I'm with you all the time. You can't see me, but I'm there. You know, she's screaming that she's right with you. And I told her she didn't have to yell, but I could hear her fine. And she said, oh. She always yelled. That was her talking with yelling. So that oh, was her she, regular oh, voice. Oh, she would just scream and yell. Oh, Yeah, okay. that's, well, that's well, what I'm we're hearing. Hispanic, I'm hearing. So, it, you know, our normal conversation is very loud. So that was her. Um, oh, but I just, just I felt so guilty because she, I spoke to her that morning and then a couple hours later. Um, you know, like, I feel like if I would have called her back. She's like laughing, uh, and she said, "As much as I would like to make it your fault, it's not." <laughs> so she, she, when she was alive, she would always kind of put things on. She would put you on guilt trips and stuff, you know. And uh, and she, she, she's laughing, and she says, "I'm sorry. I realized that that was not the thing to do." So now she's kind of, you know, stopped doing all that. She's laughing. She says, "I'm, I have no issues. I'm happy. I'm happy. Tell her nothing's her fault. It wasn't her fault." It was okay. I'm supposed to go where I'm at. She's like just telling you she's happy where she is. She's with a lot of her family. Uh, it's beautiful. She said in heaven it's gorgeous. Uh, she said in heaven it's like she lives on a hacienda. She showed me a big place. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God, know? yes. Does that okay. make sense? Yes, it does. A lot oh. of sense. Oh, okay. Because she shows me a place that looks like a big, you know, she said to use the word hacienda. She grew so, up on a farm, so that makes a lot of sense. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And so, uh, but she, she's, she's good. She's good. She loves you. She says, tell everyone I love them. Even the ones I didn't like, tell them I love them. <laughs> Feel better, okay. Ellie? I will. Yes, thank you so much. Okay. okay. Ellie, you take care. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye, bye-bye Ellie. Follow me on Facebook.com forward slash Gary Spivey or Twitter.com forward slash Gary Spivey. Also, you can call me up for a private reading anytime, of course, 800-827-GARY. 
or 24-7, you can call any of my gifted psychics. And today's special is only $1.99. Get you 10 minutes of a psychic reading from any of my gifted psychics, and you can call us up at 800-217-5336. That number's 1-800-217-5336, and I'll see you next week. And I do appreciate you.